from Reminder Media, this is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Hosted by the VP of Marketing, Josh Stake, and Reminder Media's president, Luke Akery. So get ready to hear the golden nuggets that will allow you to live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. Welcome to another Silver Dollar episode of Stay Paid, where we bring you the most actionable advice on sales, marketing, leadership, and personal development in the world. 15 minutes or less. Oh, I was going to say the world. Okay, 15 minutes or less. Today, we're going to talk about something that uh, we were chatting about before the show. We seem to talk about this a lot, but we've only ever really had one other episode dedicated to this specifically, and that's developing your unique selling or your unique value proposition. Probably the most important element in your marketing uh, copy, it's going to give customers a compelling reason to do business with you and ultimately sets you apart from the competition. But the real question is like, how do you find it? Yeah. What are some of the benefits? Obviously the benefits, you know, is, is because it gets you the business is what differentiates you from the, the competition. Mm -hmm. Unique is in the word, therefore indicating it needs to be different than others. Um, but ultimately kind of this idea of, well, what are some of the things you can even do to craft it? And then how do you ultimately yeah. use that? I love it. We do talk about it a lot, but it makes a lot of sense because it's going to show up in everything. Yeah, It's going to show up in your sales pitch. It's going to show up in your marketing. It's ultimately going to show up in everything you do, your yep. client experience. It's why would people choose you over every other person? Yeah, exactly. I mean, some of the benefits we'll just kind of list out real quick and then we'll get into some more of the tangible stuff, but it's going to help you attract and convert more customers when you have a unique selling proposition. Increase your customer loyalty because people will know what you offer, what you provide to them, what makes you different. You can command higher prices instead of competing at the price level. Right? Well, that was so many people fall into the Interesting. Uh, sorry to butt in there, but on the Clubhouse app, that I've been consumed with is on this pitch fest that what was happening. What is this clubhouse happening? Yeah, you know? this clubhouse. <laughs> if you don't know about clubhouse, check it out. But what was interesting on the pitch fest where this room, basically people were coming up, pitching Grant Cardone, uh, Damon John, uh, Billy Jean, the marketing genius guy. And they, everybody's price, they said, dude, your price is too cheap. Raise your price. Yeah. Like, and, and I was, it was interesting because when you were hearing people give their price, you were like, yeah, that is cheap. 59 bucks, 300 bucks. People were like, oh, you charge 500 an hour? A thousand an hour. Make it a thousand an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, yeah, because your value is represented in right. that, right? In but it price. comes from your unique selling proposition yeah. too. A couple of things that your unique sell- selling proposition are not would be how many years you've been in business. We do this ourselves. I don't know why we do it, but we do this. Well, that's a credibility piece. It is. Yeah. It is. So but when you're when you're looking at your copy, and I would say this is more your sales pitch, and maybe this is where the value proposition versus the selling proposition comes in. But like your marketing copy, if you've if on your website right now, your uh, value proposition is helping families for 15 years. That's not a value proposition. It's definitely not unique. Fuzziness being super generic is not a value proposition. So saying like, we care about our customers, not Mm. a value proposition. That's not, hopefully everybody. We work with integrity. about their customers. And then the last one is, it's not focused on your company. I think is the mm. other big piece there. It's goes back to story brand and what we've talked about in in the idea of building a story brand, which is your customer, your client it's has to be the hero. Your copy should be focused on their needs, what's going to benefit them, not how great your company is. Yeah, no, totally agree. I think it's focusing on the, you know, the pain that you solve for somebody and like who is like, it's almost like who is the ideal client for you and yeah. why? Yeah. Uh, because, and then it's like, how do you solve, if they're the ideal client for you, 
and this is the pain point you solve, or how this is how Tony Robbins always teaches it. You're either helping someone overcome a pain point or you're helping them achieve a desire, mm. right? You're doing one, you might be doing both, but you're doing one or the other. That's what business is, basically. You're, you're fulfilling that value. And so it's like, who's your ideal pro, um, client and what pain point are you overcoming from them and what desire are you helping them yeah. achieve? Yeah. And then what makes you different in it? Well, that's the first step. So getting into the steps here, identifying customer benefits, so making a list of benefits that your clients, and this is where you, what you said, you have to know who your ideal client is because you might be chasing benefits to clients that you don't necessarily want to work with. So once you've identified who your ideal client is, which we have a Silver Dollar Stay paid episode of that that I believe is coming out before this one, should have already released an episode or two before this one. Uh, if you go through that process, you identify who your ideal client is, then you start to look at, well, what do they want? What are their pain points? Yep. What are their ultimate desires? Then step two is linking the benefits that you provide, the value that you actually provide. This can be done uh, through going through a SWOT analysis. So if you yep. go through a SWOT analysis, it's listing out your strengths mm -hmm. and weaknesses. These are things that are internal to you. What are you really good at naturally? You might be a super good operations person. You might be a really good relationships person. So these are strengths that you have, weaknesses that you have. So the inverse of that, you might be really bad at operations and leveraging more of the relationships. So that's going to help you. Where can your, uh, what benefit can you bring to those ideal clients? And then the opposite side of that or the other side are the external factors, opportunities and threats. So what opportunities are out there in the marketplace? And then what threats may be present right now you know, we're staring at what, nine months of a pandemic, yeah. <laughs> what threats <laughs> are available threat. that I hate to say, can you exploit, but can you take advantage of, yeah. uh, that line up with your, with your strengths and then ultimately what your customers need, what, yeah. what will benefit them? I will make a, um, one caveat for people or one point of clarity, especially if you're new in the business. Like when you're new, you have to grind it out and hustle and take every single deal you possibly can. Um, and the reason why I say that, right, some people might disagree, is because if you only try to focus on your ideal client, a lot of times you're too new and you don't know, right? You don't have enough experience. Like if you're a real estate agent, you don't have enough experience in the marketplace to know oh, wow, these are the type of clients I want. Because all of us could sit here as a new real estate agent and go, I want to work with luxury homes that sell for $2 million and produce this much commission. And not have a deal for three right? years. Yeah, and you, <laughs> you might not, that, that might not be the market you're in. That might not be, you might not have the experience level to get that. So you got to take everything, you know, kind of with this moderation in mind of going, yes, you want your ideal client, but in the beginning, you need to grind it out, get every deal you can with your goal in mind which is, this is where I want to get to. These are the type of clients I want to work with. This is what I, I believe I bring to the table. And then as you learn through experience, it's going to start crafting itself, yeah. right? The, the perfect like client for you is like, wow, I do really well with millennials right. that are buying their first home. Right. Like that's what just resonates. My vibe resonates with them. My marketing resonates with them. That's yeah. what you'll find out as you go yeah. through the process. The last thing is really to differentiate yourself. So this is where the unique part comes in. How can you position yourselves uh, both in terms of a niche, like what, what's a niche that you can really focus on, but also uh, set yourself apart from the competition. So you have to be super aware of what your competition is offering. We talked about the uh, onlyness statement that uh, Marty Neumeyer has. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. We had him on the podcast also. His book, Zag. So kind of the idea there is when everyone's zigging, you zag. And the only in this statement, I'll read it out. We'll include it in the show notes as well because I think it's a great exercise for anybody to go through. But you want to identify your category. So the what, how, who, where, why, and when. 
Is your category, the point of differentiation, your audience segment, your marketing geography, the need and the time? And then the way that that statement kind of reads, we'll include the full one, I think, in the show notes, but the short version of that is, we're the only blank that blanks, right? So that company, whatever business you're building right now, how can you differentiate yourself for the people that need your services from the other competition? Um and I think some great examples, I actually pulled some examples of differentiators because I was listening to Business Wars is a great I love podcast yeah. to focus on or to learn from examples of differentiators because it's always one company versus another. And you can see where different companies have strengths and where they, where have they exploit it yep. and then where they exploit it. Domino's was a great example is Domino's versus Pizza Hut. One yet. Yeah. And so their differentiator, you might be saying it in your mind right now, it's the 30 minutes for mm-hmm. or 30 minute guarantee or, or it's free. And they were competing with Pizza Hut. And so what were some of the opportunities there that they saw? Well, it was they wanted to feed broke college students fast, right? That's awesome. So they knew they didn't have a great tasting pizza. They couldn't compete with Pizza Hut on the flavor or the or the quality of yeah. the ingredients or anything else that Pizza Hut had built up. So they went where, where um, Pizza Hut's fear was, was they didn't want to do delivery because they didn't want to cannibalize the in-dining uh, experience. So Domino's just went and they built a bunch of takeout only, delivery yeah. only shops and did the 30 minute guarantee. That's now awesome. it backfired eventually when they had to stop because people were, drivers were crashing and stuff. But if you ignore that part of the yeah. story, it really is kind of an opportunity to say, hey, we don't have the best, we don't have the best ingredients. We don't have the best uh, recipe, yeah. but we are insanely good at operations and logistics. And then they built out this entire delivery chain. And they made their value proposition. Which made their that. value proposition completely centered around that. Yeah, that's so that. good. Yeah, that's so good. Uh, when you think about it, it's like, it's not that you can't compete um, in every area. You will compete in every area. You're com- you'll, you will compete on quality. You have to have good quality, but it's not your differentiator. So it's not what's going to resonate with people. Yeah. And they exploited something that resonated with people. FedEx did phenomenal. the same thing with overnight delivery. So yep. they found a need in the marketplace. Again, very, very, really good at logistics. Mm-hmm. And, and they built this entire shipping chain, which was unheard of at the time to be able to do. I think their first plane uh, had eight packages on it. Jeez. It was like a disaster. I think a, 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 if I was giving a tip to people, a lot of the differentiation in like your unique selling proposition has to do with the convenience and client experience. Mm. Like if you can hone in on something you can claim that's going to make your client experience a hundred times better, you're going to win because you think of Netflix and, and Blockbuster, right? And you, it's always like, a convenience aspect. Like why is Amazon winning? With One this? click. Yeah, correct. Yep. It's like the speed, the convenience, all that stuff. So if you can grab a hold of something like that and, and just hammer that, that, that's where you're going to win. Yeah. Ultimately, like from that, then you want to develop your elevator, your elevator pitch, mm-hmm. your tagline, that sort of bold statement that's going to make people look twice and, yep. and say, okay, what's what's all of this about? So hopefully that helped you guys out. To recap, you want to identify the needs of your ideal customers, link your strengths to their needs, find your unique differentiator. And then the fourth bullet point that I wrote down was exploit the hell out of it. <laughs> Seriously, like people go through this process and we've done it ourselves. We just went through the story brand process Mm -hmm. and we're still trying to refine it. We haven't used it yet in our marketing copy. And it drives me nuts from the standpoint. Ariel wrote a story brand for State Paid Podcast. We haven't used it yet. So this is a bullet point for myself as much as anything. You have to take action when you go through the process of crafting this out. Don't be afraid to put out a bad, unique value proposition. 
just then tweak it, yeah, tweak right? It. See yep. what works, go back and tweak it. As long as it's not completely disrupting your brand and turning it on its head yep. where, you know, you can't recover from it or from people's perception of, yep. of your business. You know what I like about the exploit the hell out of it type idea <laughs> is like Billy Jean, right? Uh, so I'm obsessed with obviously this Clubhouse app right now and I'm listening to Billy Jean and he talks about the greatest companies create a villain. Mm. They create a villain. And when you're exploiting, right, when you're saying, right, um, you know, fastest delivery, right, you can create the villain. Because yeah. the villain is like, do you want your pizza delivered an hour from now when you're starving and it's cold? Right, right. You know, that's how it, like you've created a villain and that's what gets people to want to use you. And actually, and he talked about Mac and PC and the commercial that Mac and PC ran where it's like, I'm a Mac, I'm a PC. Yeah. And it made a villain out of like, do you want to be the uncool PC, the nerd, the, the person who's corny and goofy, or do you want to be the cool Mac guy? So I love the idea of exploiting. All right, there you go. Thank you so much for listening. Head over to statepaidpodcast.com for the show notes and the video of this episode. And if you want to dig into the archives and listen to a, a, an old school podcast that we did where we talked about developing your unique selling proposition, we go into a little bit, uh, we, we some different exercises in that one too. So you kind of can go back and listen to that. It's episode 18. And you'll see the huge difference between us. Then oh, the, and now. the difference is so <laughs> even like the sound where it's like, I'm, I'm really quiet. I'm like, so thank you for listening to stay yeah. podcast. You want to hear what's wild? <laughs> what? This episode number is scheduled to be episode 216. So that's almost 200 episodes. Wow. Wow. Pass. That should tell you, like, you just got to stay consistent. Because hopefully it's keep better. showing up. Yeah. <laughs> to support the show, we would love it if you would subscribe on Apple Podcasts, leave us a five star review and a comment to let us know how we're doing. And the best way to support the show is to tell a friend, refer out the show, share this on your social media. We're still trying to climb these marketing charts. We've been hanging out around 30, we jumped up to 20. Yeah, I saw recently. 20, I saw 21 over the weekend. But we have a lot of climbing to yeah. do. So, but we hit um, Latvia. We, we, Latvia, uh, we charted. Latvia, we charted. We um, charted in Barbados. Barbados. Saudi Arabia. So we got some listeners all over the world. And we were number baby. one in which which country? We were number one in the Cayman, Cayman Islands. Islands. We were number 10 in Latvia for marketing. We were 146 for business. That's awesome. Thank you to Latvians, all of our Latvians. We love visitors. you. Yeah. We love you. Today's uh, dad joke comes, it's a little bit of a celebration because this is coming out in, when's this coming out? February. February, no. this is when you Hopefully I will do, be so a, I have kind of a, a dad, dad, a dad, dad dad joke. All right. When, uh, how do you know when dad jokes are bad? When they become apparent. <laughs> if you want to get hold of me or Luke. Comment you if you made it this far on the YouTube video. You can follow us on Instagram. We're at Stay Paid Podcast. You can follow Luke and get hold of him on Instagram. He is at Luke Acre for this episode of Stay Paid. I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, and I'm Luke Acre. The action item is obvious, but you got to take action on it. It's creating your unique value proposition, your unique selling proposition. What is it that differentiates you that you can then exploit and use the tips that we gave you today because this will refine your sales pitch. It will refine your marketing. It will really dictate almost everything you do to help you generate leads, which will ultimately get new clients and commission checks in your bank account. Remember this, the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer is top producers take action. Take action on that today. 